Hi there listeners. Welcome to episode 175 of Never on the Backfoot podcast. India won the maiden ICC under 19 women's T20 World Cup in such a remarkable fashion and India was led admirably by Shafali Verma. India certainly had a World Cup to remember with some stunning performances to savor and to break down the entire campaign right through the group stages, the Super 6 stages and the knockouts besides the finals and objectively assessing it will be the aim of the episode. On the podcast to join us for this discussion we have Kalyani. She is a content manager at Women's Crick Zone. She covered the inaugural ICC Under-19 World Cup in South Africa. She was also a part of the committee that decided the player and the team of the tournament for the Under-19 World Cup with the likes of legends like Lydia Greenway, Stacey Ann King, Julia Price and Snehal Pradhan. We have someone of this repute joining us on the podcast for a very special discussion. Without further ado, let's get started. Hi Kalyani, welcome to Never on the Backfoot podcast. First things first, how are you doing today? Oh, it's fantastic. It just uh, uh we have like uh, five days to go for the senior T20 World Cup, so all the preparations are uh going on for that. No breaks for us. Uh, so in in mix of that uh, tournament as well. But I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. <laughs> really looking forward to this uh, chat as well. And I think what really caught my attention was how you know you traveled all the way to South Africa to cover the Under 19 World Cup, right? So how was that experience like? I mean, it was um like I think in September and September we um decided that we are gonna cover both of the World Cups at Women's Cricket Zone and um I put my hand up for the Under 19 World Cup and then I uh, went to Goa to cover the Challenger and then finally when I was like okay. uh the visa was the visa process was really the thing that oh. uh, you know you're not prepared for it <laughs> but once you get it it's like okay now you're doing it mm-hmm. uh the south africa um it was really exciting first because uh it's my it would have uh, like my first icc tournament mm-hmm. and uh, you can cover so many bilaterals uh, from home from offices but the first one the tour first one it's always the special and mm-hmm. uh, i think people uh, who were around in south africa and back home with the company uh, helped me a lot uh, you know you cannot do it uh, like one person cannot mm-hmm. just do all of it and um, i think i'm grateful for the experience uh, end up winning it was absolutely the cherry on top i'd uh, <laughs> honestly tell you but it was one fantastic experience and people were welcoming and um, uh, i think this this it was the inaugural tournament and it set the benchmark for the next editions i think absolutely i mean your work speaks for itself right on twitter your coverage and everything really helped fans back at home here even for me right to just follow up on the world cup updates and everything it was just remarkable and that you know begs me to ask you this question are you planning to stay back even for the women's t20 world cup oh no 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 so oh. uh, i think uh, <laughs> i mean uh, you need a refreshed legs Absolutely. to do all the work because tournament works is hard for me it was a, a 22 day trip and uh, mm-hmm. i mean it wouldn't be uh, like 
tired brain and all that. So uh, we have my colleague uh, Sajin Mohanan from Women's Cricket Zone who will be there uh, mm-hmm. for the Senior T20 World Cup. And uh, you can expect uh, everything from Women's Cricket Zone like you saw in the mm-hmm. Under-19 World Cup. Even better, even bigger uh, coverage from South Africa uh, for the Senior T20 World Cup as well. Exciting times, you know, certainly for us fans as well. And, uh, you know, when we look at uh, this Under-19 World Cup, right? Now, when we see the men's Under-19 World Cup that happens, it's a 50 overs affair. But uh, the women's version this time, I know it was the inaugural version, but we just had a 20 overs one. So why do you think this happened? And going ahead, you know, in the future editions, based on the success of this World Cup, do you think we'll see a full-fledged, you know, 50 overs competition? Um, mostly, I think around uh, this particular tournament, I think uh, from the ICC also, it has been that the especially in the women's game, the uh, mm-hmm. white ball is the thing that they're looking forward to grow cricket in many countries, uh, mm-hmm. basically. And uh, the other reason behind that, like, could have been because of the scheduling part of it, yeah. because you see the uh, group stages matches that happened, there were four matches in a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were four when uh, a single day there are yeah. two matches happening at the same time and this mostly could be just about the you know, uh, like the scheduling issue and uh, I mean some of the uh, countries that participate in this World Cup have not played that much uh, mm-hmm. one day cricket uh, not just in their domestic setup but international also like mm-hmm. countries like Indonesia for example so you know to grow this game to uh, take it to the countries that are just starting uh, playing international cricket uh, at the competitive level mm-hmm. I think this is this was a necessary step I mean, there's uh, still a possibility that going forward, it could be a 50-over uh, World Cup. Could be, um, mm-hmm. it's possible that it might happen. But um, I think to start with, and I think the, given the success, as you said, the, given the success of this tournament, mm-hmm. um, there's a more chances of getting involved. There were 16 teams in this World Cup. I think mm-hmm. there's a possibility of having more teams as a part of it uh, in future. I think all the options are on board from the uh, ICC point of view. Absolutely, because, you know, one would have never expected, you know, to for the World Cup to be such a big success. Like, in the very first edition, this really gives you, you know, good signs of where uh, women's cricket is headed. And, uh, you know, yeah, and, you know, just imagine India winning this maiden uh, you know, under-19 World Cup. So how would you overall rate India's campaign? I mean, you've seen it live from the stadiums, right? So how would you look at it objectively and rate India's campaign? I think the one word I'll use for India's campaign is focused. Mm -hmm. Um, And it didn't start for them. uh, It started like just before the World Cup. I mean, World Cup was kind of like a the end part of it, the work that has been put by BCCI before. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it started with the zonal camps and NCA camp in Bangalore in May. Uh, then there was a women's uh, under-19 trophy in October, which uh, Madhya Pradesh won, mm-hmm. uh, captain by Somethiwari, of course. And then uh, there was a challenger trophy in Goa. Uh, the teams were divided into, uh, like the players were divided into four teams and um 
that was one uh, they played under lights and for many players that was uh, one of the experiences to mm-hmm. play under lights even though they didn't play under lights in world cup it was necessary for them to understand how it works mm-hmm. uh, then there was a quadrangular series between india a india b um, west indies and uh, sri lanka in uh, visakhapatnam in vizag Uh, immediately after the uh, challenger trophy then there was a series against new zealand development sides in mumbai mm-hmm. and uh, before they went uh, after they went to the south africa they played a, a t20 series against south africa under 19 mm-hmm. practice matches for the world cup and then the world cup so world cup was absolutely the but they were preparing for world cup for almost a year and that dedicated efforts uh, there was a pathway for that mm-hmm. final 15 apart from uh, shafali verma and richa ghosh mm-hmm. there was a pathway system of how everyone made it to that level and i think the campaign when you look at it all these efforts that mm-hmm. were put forward by everyone involved in this process that showed in in, in the entire campaign when different players stood up and i think that was the most important thing for the campaign because the talks were of um racha and shafali being there mm-hmm. but if you look at the result and you look at how the tournament went uh, mm-hmm. from the indian perspective uh they were not dependent on these two you saw mm-hmm. someone like shweta sahara work you saw someone like parshvi yeah. chopra mannat kashyap uh, tita sadhu everyone coming in and doing their roles mm-hmm. and i think that what was the concern before the tournament was oh they have richa and shafali mm-hmm. but if you paid close attention to how things uh, proceeded throughout the world cup i think um credit has to go to this pathway that was uh, provided to them by bcci and um, also the state associations also mm-hmm. helped with the uh, things so i think that is that showed in the campaign of there was one there were ups and downs in the campaign no doubt mm-hmm. about it the but at the same time i think all of this this preparation helped them uh, maintain their calm in some of their bad moments as well mm-hmm. absolutely i mean i think you've answered this question so beautifully you know really putting in perspective uh, the base put in by bcci to ensure you know the girls had a lot of match practice uh, going yeah. into this world cup and all of that culminated into such a remarkable win as well but uh, yeah. you know let's also talk about india's group stage matches right so now we start off with yeah. the win against south africa where shweta saira was remarkable you know that unbeaten 92 was uh, just a class apart right now it was again yeah. a complete you know team dominant performance so what were your thoughts on that brilliant start that india had to the world cup i think uh initially when south africa south africa of course uh, batted first and they have a really good home support uh, throughout the tournament for south africa and india actually looked little flustered in the field uh, mm-hmm. when the openers um, went after india's bowling i mean um, and i went with like pace pace attack uh, didn't really get to go in that uh, match particularly uh, lawrence Uh, scored her half century to score oh. for south africa in that tournament and i i think it was the first match and like the nerves of first match kicked mm-hmm. in in the field maybe for them uh, they really complete overall of the uh, efforts happened in the second innings and they were able to 
kind of calm the nerves down past mm-hmm. which opener chopra's uh, spell of four overs was a really thing that really calmed the nerves down of everyone and mm-hmm. um i think it was a south african coach who said after that uh, they the the pitch was such that 160 was never going to challenge india especially mm-hmm. and um i mean if you look at the result it looks like a dominant win but they had to fight for it mm-hmm. uh because um i think the opening pair was on fire from south africa mm-hmm. and um what actually i mean there's a lesson also that um shweta sahara but she struggled initially she took her time when uh, shafali marwa was the one who was um, hitting uh, hmm. beautifully in that match and then she took over basically and that 92 not out in the chase in the first match of the world cup is that calm your nerves uh, let it be uh, hmm. let the respect the good balls and then take over hmm. i think that was the lesson and um that match i mean i as i said on twitter i met her after the match and i honestly asked her like mm-hmm. what was there in your breakfast and there was a simple answer <laughs> i got from her was bon vita and oh. uh, then there was like uh, dinner ko match ke pehle dal chawal khaya tha aur subah bon vita i'm like <laughs> dal chawal for every match for you whenever you are playing and i think she had it because uh, mm-hmm. highest run scorer and um, had a amazing tournament throughout for her and i think she showed that um, she's the one to watch out for uh, for future in for india's team absolutely and it, i think it's such a good point to bring you know that although the wins look so easy on paper they were real well fought ones we saw you know uh, each player in different matches you know stand up and take responsibility and contribute right so that yeah. also you know takes our focus to the next match right now this was versus the ue and again it seemed like a cake walk for india as they did not struggle much you know not that crucial win but uh, did you still expect a tough fight from the ue considering <laughs> there's just so many indians in the team and uh, what were the other yeah. observations from that match i think uh, the thing about the uh, associate nations is that they a lot of players have played for their senior uh, teams yeah. like in this in the uae's case teetha satish uh, is a regular keeper for the uae senior side mm-hmm. uh, mahika gaur vaishnavi mahesh um, i lavana kenya also they have played for the senior sides and um, i was expecting a lot of uh, experienced mm-hmm. fight for them fight from them but you know when um shafali verma is in one of her moods uh, nothing can stop her and um they that they they uh, again shafali was the one who took uh, the attack and she belted them all over around the ground mm-hmm. uh, shweta came to party little late but again remained unbeaten for the second match in a row mm-hmm. and um i was expecting a lot from i guess uh, mahika gaur she is a tall pacer um, and uh, has a enough experience she's uh, also been around manchester originals in the 100 and mm-hmm. uh, she she's the one who is i was expecting uh, a lot from and also from the uh, another player in vaishnavi mahesh mm-hmm. uh, but you know you the way india i think they learned from uh, their match against south africa that you have to go attacking from the get go uh, because if you don't then there is a room for others to take over and they didn't give you any chance uh, highest perform- uh, highest uh, in uh, total of the tournament 219 
but i did expect india to notch the highest uh, uh, total of the tournament but not against uae <laughs> and uh, what happened in bowling is the first time uh, in the tournament india went with two pacers in uh, tithas and shabnam mm-hmm. um, shabnam bowled the first over of the chase she got hit for four boundaries came mm-hmm. back really well and uh, removed tithas satish with the last ball of the over mm-hmm. uh, all i remember from that was her celebration because <laughs> um, i had interviewed uh, shabnam before and um, uh, i think the one i i think i tweeted about this also the one thing mm-hmm. that uh, stuck with me about her is that um i have seen her make comebacks mm-hmm. uh, she'll get hit in goa when i saw her play live and she'll get hit but she had enough in her to make a comeback and she did exactly that uh, i mean mm-hmm. it was uh, not that a great a shot from teetha satish but um she she's young she'll learn but the changes she made in herself and she bowled really well after that also mm-hmm. um sadhu uh, i mean in 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 the final i'll talk more about her but mm-hmm. they went with two pacers and they um, they got the results and the the pitch where this match happened it was uh, willamo park a mm-hmm. um i think that was probably one of the uh, best pitches in the tournament from the uh, batting perspective and i'm not uh, surprised at all that the highest uh, total of the tournament came uh, on that pitch and by mm-hmm. india so i think um, it it was expected for, from my side but not against uae uh, the fun thing about that match is that mm-hmm. i watched that entire match with um, uh, families of uae players all of oh. them and um, Uh, such a lovely experience you know that uh, lovely plus emotional i'd say mm-hmm. uh, because um, the parents they um, they have invested emotionally a lot uh, in what's happening on the ground and mm-hmm. um, i mean to and at the end of the match everyone is like hamara ladki hai with with mm-hmm. india and they wholeheartedly <laughs> congratulated the entire indian team which was such a nice feel to it and mm-hmm. uh, that was a first time in south africa i could find someone to talk to in hindi and marathi so mm-hmm. that was a really really nice touch and uh, uh, i i have a an anecdote about uh, that match is uh, the presentation ceremony happened uh, exactly in front of parents box and teertha um, satish she she did really well she's a very very capable captain and uh-huh. um, to be in the other end of that ma- uh, that result was absolutely heartening for anyone and um, her mm-hmm. father was um neck like at the beginning of the parents box and he was just standing there and she looked at him i don't know what was the conversation like between them but mm-hmm. the way he calmed her down um after the tough loss and i talked to uh, her parents after the game and uh, mm-hmm. the way i think um, i we have a video of that on women's cricket when you can uh, go and check it out mm-hmm. that the way they have supported uh, knowing that it's how hard it is for them uh, to play cricket i think my biggest take away from that match is uh, you have to have a better nerves when you are watching cricket with parents of the players mm-hmm. that that is my important take away <laughs> from that um i think uh, with the uae the core that they have and they obviously going to represent uh, uae in the senior level also mm-hmm. i think 
it's it's really lovely to see the camaraderie they have in the team and um that is really nice to see wow <laughs> you actually put that you know so beautifully and you know sharing that incident with teeta satish also really uh, made this a very uh, special yeah. answer in itself right but yeah. uh, you know talking about india right now coming with these two wins uh, to the next match against scotland i think there was no sense of complacency at all as it was yet another clinical victory right against scotland so what were your thoughts on that win and how convinced were you with the group stages i think the scotland did one thing that nobody could and uh, they got safali verma out early katherine <laughs> uh, fraser took a fantastic catch and uh, that's a scotland uh, skipper she took a fantastic uh, mm-hmm. catch and you i mean uh, people would have seen the celebrations of that much the wicket meant to them and um they cha- india changed the batting order a bit uh, trisha opened g trisha opened with shafali verma in that match uh, mm-hmm. it was in the benoni but at the other um, ground that is the willowmore park b where the pitch was little bit on the slower side mm-hmm. they uh, did struggle a bit um, against scotland uh, it took a little time to adapt but again trisha found her way uh, she announced a half century in the mm-hmm. first innings that took india to 100 plus and uh, i think that that was always going to be the par score on that ground but mm-hmm. um i think uh, what showed uh, from the indian perspective in that match is that they can change their batting order give everyone a chance mm-hmm. and still be positive about it uh, mm-hmm. because shweta came in at i think 6 in that match and uh, smashed at the strike rate of 300 plus Yeah. I mean gave them a momentum that they needed uh, in the uh, in the second innings mm-hmm. and this was the match uh, before the match they found out that uh, Holly Gala was ruled out of the mm-hmm. world cup because of an injury and mm-hmm. um, uh, Yashashree made it to the uh, made it to the playing 11 again and went with two pacers and um, I think because not a lot of um, understanding was there about the scotland team anywhere else hmm. um i think getting catherine fraser and um, emma walsing in early uh, hmm. was the key i understand that uh, people would have said hey the scotland and they will beat them early but these are the two players that are known for their hitting especially hmm. catherine fraser she's a fantastic um, all rounder i mean yeah. she played only four matches in the world cup and already had nine wickets to her name mm-hmm. i mean if the if the scottish team would have been to the super six maybe she would have been the first person to take 15 plus wickets who know mm-hmm. uh, who knows what would have happened but um mannat kashyap getting him all singham first ball mm-hmm. uh shot taking a diving catch that was necessary mm-hmm. and uh, they then it looked like then scotland collapsed and uh, they never really showed up the the potential that they had uh, mm-hmm. so i think and indus fielding again that was one of the uh, days where they needed to kind of uh, deep uh, breaths and uh, taking uh, understanding how the situation is and i think they did it fantastically and um, i think there was never going to be any challenge from uh, scotland as it would have been from any other teams hmm. but still uh, and i had to work again for this win it was um 
credit to scotland actually for showing some of the fight with the ball and um, again it was shweta sehrawat <laughs> scoring with the strike rate of 300 like mm-hmm. 4 4 6 4 is what she did in if i'm not wrong mm-hmm. in the final over and it was just delightful to watch it's like she's batting on a different planet than anyone else <laughs> no sign of struggle at all and uh, one of the an- another dominating performance from uh, individual perspective and i think looking at the group stage um looking at the group especially that india was in hmm. i don't think uh, i was surprised when they uh, were the table toppers in group d hmm. because it was kind of expected from yeah. them the way it happened uh, if you are paid uh, close attention hmm. they it was not as simple as it looked hmm. there were different challenges uh, at uh, every match and uh, they came through with all of this and i think that that's what uh, i think the super six stage setup was done beautifully given mm-hmm. how other teams performed how other teams dominated in their groups so i think that was a uh, kind of now the real test in super six started in two ways because they were facing a little bit mm-hmm. more of a challenge from other teams and two is because Uh, for india it all shifted from benenu to pochestrom where the conditions were kind of new for them mm-hmm. two groups were already playing there and they had to adapt to the situation really early mm-hmm. now after the group stage absolutely and as you rightly pointed out you know that uh, it was no doubt that india would you know emerge as table toppers and comfortably uh, qualify to the super six stage as well but perhaps it was in the super six stage that you know india was you know subjected to a real challenge they lost to australia but how concerned were you after that match and do you think india's you know weaknesses were kind of exposed or do you think it was just a slip up <laughs> i think uh if i look at this match i think australia had more to prove mm-hmm. uh because of their loss against bangladesh in their opening match yeah uh where they they that was just a brain fade moment for them honestly <laughs> uh, after getting uh, an early wicket it was uh, the bowling kind of didn't match to the expectations and um they had more to prove in this match against mm-hmm. india and um i think the one thing i uh, experienced in that match is that the way uh, australian pacers showed up i mean mm-hmm. we have seen the indian side of things they went with max number of two pacers mm-hmm. it or one pacer but australia in this match went with uh, pacers and they got eight wickets in them mili mm-hmm. lingworth maggie clark uh, reese mckenna the captain and sienna ginger there were like eight wickets between them and mm-hmm. um i think the uh, the entire tournament if you look at the numbers i think spinners dominated a lot uh, and then there is maggie clark's numbers like it's like a different thing from everyone she was the highest wicket taker yeah. the pacer and uh, this the match happened at the northwestern university oval in porchestrom not the main ground where the final happened hmm. but the uh, small ground that's adjacent to the uh, the jv marks oval and india took time to uh, adjust and when they lost uh, richa shafali and another thing australia managed to do was to get uh, shweta out uh, in her in 20s 
so she got out for the first time in the tournament and there was no calm head around to calm the nerves mm-hmm. and i had no idea why india uh, sent parshvi chopra ahead of uh, rishita basu and tita sadhu mm-hmm. because uh, basu was in the team um, as a batter alone because she's yeah. regularly she's a wicket keeper and uh, tita sadhu can pack a punch with her hitting Hmm. but by the time they were there uh, to bat uh, there was not a lot to work with uh, hmm. for india and i think they looked at it like a uh, like blip some blip that they had to deal with because hmm. they had to uh, because the very next day they had to face sri lanka hmm. uh, in the super six match and uh, because they were table toppers winning against sri lanka with a healthy margin was enough for them to uh, kind of make sure that they're making it to the semi final it was right. the bangladesh missing out against uh, uh, sorry the bangladesh missing out against um, south africa mm-hmm. uh, was really the thing that actually helped them because then it would have been really difficult to um, in the super six group to kind of the calculations would have been really difficult for india but mm-hmm. uh, they they helped it and uh, another thing that happened is that uh, when india played against uh, we'll talk about it when uh, we talk about the sri lanka game but mm-hmm. uae uh, did lose to uh, australia at the same time the run rate came into the place and australia had to win it around the 10 over mark and it Uh, it took them 12th over to reach their target mm-hmm. so india is the team that uh, finished at the top so i think they they kind of after the australia game they knew what they were supposed to do mm-hmm. they knew what their target was and sri lanka game basically uh, they they played it the way they did and mm-hmm. australia game was just like oh, be, uh, they just move on this mm-hmm. is it just chop it off and move forward now we just have uh we have to focus more that and i talked to some of the players after uh-huh. the loss and they treated it like um it was just a just bad day of cricket for them and they uh-huh. are ready for the next challenge right i mean uh, perhaps you know the uh, loss versus australia is just a wake up call because uh, they quite made up for it right a convincing win versus uh, sri lanka and uh, other variables that worked in india's favor that helped them qualify for the semi finals but how would you look at you know that loss against australia that ensured this amazing performance against sri lanka to make up for it and you know convincingly make it to the semi finals i think uh they got a lot of things right against sri lanka um mm-hmm. in the sense that the fielding was actually really uh, impressive from india plus and they were actually parshvi chopra's brilliance uh, was the key for them and mm-hmm. i mean she bowled four overs and uh, took four wickets mannat kashyap also chipped in with uh, two wickets the spinners um were expected to uh, have one big game and mm-hmm. um, there were many games where spinners came to party but this is the one where um, they didn't give any chance to sri lanka to kind of rise above their level mm-hmm. uh, vishmegunaratne was uh, always going to be the player who could cause them some of the problems but then again uh, with the wicket of like with her wicket it was really like um, 
okay we got that checked let's move on to the next uh, and i think after the loss against australia the thinking uh, which you can actually look at the thinking was that uh, let's just get wickets after wickets let's mm-hmm. not stop at uh, stalling the people let's just get wickets mm-hmm. and it it showed and uh, um, i mean vishmi gunaratne was the top scorer for uh, sri lanka but her strike rate was in 90s so um, that didn't help their cause uh, and another fantastic performance i would say from uh, parshvi chopra i think i i met parshvi after oh. the game and uh, she was just um, she's very uh, shy person she's a very calm person mm-hmm. and uh, that's what her aim that was her role given to her in in that match was just like you have to uh, ball those balls that are the wicket taking balls and she i think she nailed uh, her job and um, i mean four overs one medium she gave away just five runs and four wickets mm-hmm. and that was um, including one of those that was of uh, vishmegunaratne so i think um, given uh, given her temperament and everything else uh, i think she, she nailed in that match and that was one of the best performances from uh, indian bowler in the tournament absolutely now you know it was obviously on the back of uh, some remarkable performances in the group stages and the super 6 stage that india uh, convincingly and deservingly also you know made it to the semi finals now again in the semi finals it seemed like india finally broke the curse of their senior teams of you know losing in the knockouts uh, and they registered <laughs> a comprehensive win versus uh, new zealand right so what did you make of the win and how excited were you i think the uh, the new zealand curse or whatever it is i think it's mostly from the men's cricket perspective yeah. uh, and uh, i mean uh, the most of the audience is following that so i understand completely but um, the, the important thing for me especially in that match was um, there were two sides that were tasted differently throughout the tournament you have mm-hmm. india on the one hand that was um, they breezed through the group stage but they were um, against australia they there were chances of concern for them mm-hmm. uh, at the other hand you have new zealand undefeated throughout the tournament did not get a lot of testing uh, even in the super 6 uh, for them and um, that is something i thought that was going to um, concern new zealand against india because this mm-hmm. is the side that's um, it's a tried and tested side that they know what can possibly go wrong and they have prepared for it and that is exactly what happened i think uh, other than george aplemer and isabel gates who uh, have played for their senior sides they were mm-hmm. the top two run scorers none of the batters really showed up for new zealand and there was another thing uh, was that in the group stage also mm-hmm. all of the new zealand victories came with either uh, 10 wickets win or the 9 wickets win so their middle order never really got tested in the group stage mm-hmm. they were all uh, dominant wins for them um and you know there's a one thing uh, one anecdote i have to share with you about that mm-hmm. matches 
um Tiwari took a fantastic one under catch uh, yes. of the opener browning and hmm. uh, you won't believe it two days before the semi there was a uh, practice session in does Mm-hmm. Uh, at um, and I went there and I just they were done with their batting drills and all they were just fielding trends that were happening and um, mm-hmm. so Tiwari was there and um, she is one of the players uh, that you you have no idea what you are gonna get from her is it serious of Tiwari is it fun mode of Tiwari and mm-hmm. she was done with her batting and ball uh, I think her balling was remaining and she was just in a fun mood to do some uh, slip catching practice mm-hmm. and I exactly saw her do the thing she did in the match same exact thing um, Manish Palasar was uh, there and he was giving the throwdowns and he was was doing the uh, catching practice with uh, the stump and Rishita Basu was keeping the wickets and mm-hmm. one-hander exactly like that. <laughs> I think somewhere in the women's creek zone uh, data, we have a video of that. I'll be sharing that soon with the comparison to that catch. And when wow. I saw it, it was ICC uh, digital media uh, camera person, Liam Brickell. Uh, another lovely person mm-hmm. uh, I met through uh, in the World Cup. They're sitting next to him and I was like, I saw that. I, I'm not surprised it's Samya. I'm not surprised she did that. And um, I mean, that just shows that, uh, you know, that she is, like, she's been in the slips. Uh, I think I saw her in the slips in Goa for the first time during the Challenger Trophy. And mm-hmm. she's really one of the best uh, fielders uh, from the under-19 lot. And hmm. I mean, to see that and just like, yep, you know that uh, if you have seen the <laughs> Quentin Tarantino movie Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood. Yeah. Um, is that the name of the movie? Or am I it is, it is. It, yeah. it, it is. I'm just, yeah. too many Quentin Tarantino movies I've watched. And there is that meme the out of that movie is when uh, Leo DiCaprio is looking at the screen is like yep this is it <laughs> uh, yeah. the, that that is and that's what me and Liam were discussing is that I'm exactly like that Leo, uh, Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio meme right now is like yep I mean at the one end I was like uh, why are you comparing me to a meme but at the other end I was like okay that's a Leo DiCaprio meme so I'm okay with it uh, but it was really, really good to know that, um, uh, really good to see what they put the efforts in and it was showing. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing of that match for me, I think, was um, uh, Parshvi Chopra. Another fantastic performance mm-hmm. from her. And uh, she has a knack of taking wickets. You know, everyone in the team, just again, I'm saying, they played their roles so mm-hmm. well. Uh, Pashvi, uh, there were everyone was the setup was really good. The fielding was fantastic, mm-hmm. and um, Shafali Verma's captaincy really that when she, the rotation of ballers that happened in that match, I think Pashvi uh, that match everyone uh, again took a notice of what she can do. Mm-hmm. The Sri Lanka match was different because of the. Uh, Sri Lanka never really uh, got the opportunity to rise up to the occasion because she was so good. Mm-hmm. This match, there was a little bit of uh, counter-attack from Plimmer and Gaze. Then again, she showed what she can do with the ball. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think um, they were just ecstatic when the they made it to the final. And 
uh, that's like okay now now the real deal is but i'll tell you that was not the uh, the uh, like that was I mean, obviously just happy for all of them but at the same time we had no idea what was in coming up for us with the semi final between uh, australia and england that mm-hmm. was one um, <laughs> amazing bunch of cricket that happened that day it yeah. was probably one of the best matches but i was happy that um, i mean india uh, didn't have to struggle a lot in the semi final mm-hmm. i understand when the your references are mixed why people might think that this is like a new zealand curse or something <laughs> but i think i have to give credit to new zealand also they came to india the new zealand development squad yes, yes. And came to india before uh, they went to the world cup and uh, sara maglashan was the head coach and uh, she's such a really nice person to chat to about cricket and in general and mm-hmm. um, I, I i talked with her when uh, they were uh, here in india and uh, she is the they needed someone like her to calm the nerves and mm-hmm. um, the head coaches have been some of the teams that have current and former players as the coaches they were able to uh, tell what could potentially go wrong for their teams and i think mm-hmm. um, sara maglashan did a fantastic job even though there was not they were not much challenged throughout the tournament i think mm-hmm. uh, they should absolutely be proud of their performance uh, in the tournament exactly you know now we've had such exciting uh, semi finals you know india versus new zealand india came uh, with the victory and we had uh, you know australia and uh, england on the other end where uh, england really managed to pull off an amazing win and what was such a thriller of a match and that ma- that match alone deserves an episode but uh, you know talking- completely yeah i mean it was such a good match if you're doing it let me know i have <laughs> so many stories about that match because oh i i will talk about it when we do that episode <laughs> yes absolutely that would be uh, an amazing thing but you know talking about the finals right now it certainly lived up to its billing we had uh, heavyweights england and india clashing but uh, india i think just uh, seemed to play a very different brand of cricket that day. they defeated england laid their hands in the first ever women's under 19 20 world cup so what did you make of that win what was you know your anticipation and lead up to that match and everything just tell us everything so this is nothing to the first thing i, I have is there's nothing to do with cricketers because mm-hmm. my nerves were through roof uh <laughs> because i don't know why it's just that it's your first final everyone's first final and um so to calm my nerves i just walked around the ground and uh, throughout the tournament i got to know uh, most of the england parents uh, the bakers the scrivenses the smales the perines mm-hmm. uh, and um they were all really lovely and really welcoming and um oh. when i was walking um uh, grace evans's dad was sitting on his own and i just said hey uh, all the best for the match and i was going to walk and he just said oh come here come here i want to talk to you and i was like sure no <laughs> problem and uh, he was talking to uh, grace's grandmother mm-hmm. and he just introduced me and she uh, she's such a lovely uh, lady to talk to and she just said oh i have all of my fingers crossed for grace and um, and it I, i i it was like it 
puts into perspective a lot of things mm-hmm. you know for fans it's their team uh, but for families it's so many different things and um i think it was uh, sophia smells parents who shared a fantastic story of how she started cricket we have that interview on uh, women's cricket so please do check it out and mm-hmm. um grace grace is a very uh, different player and a captain if you look at it it's 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 like she is a very good candidate for england to look out for the future captain and uh, before the match i spoke with her i spoke with hannah baker's mother um and they all calmed my nerves down this is like oh. it's a game of cricket you'll be <laughs> fine and uh, um i mean another thing is that just after the australia england final it was uh, ella wilson's mother who kind of came over and hugged me like it's just a game of cricket you will be fine i was like uh, it's just your daughter's team that just lost, lost by 3 yeah. runs how are you so calm right now and i think that's what parents bring uh, uh, into the mix but um, if you look at the entire um, history of how women's cricket has happened mm-hmm. england were the team that won the inaugural odi world cup england uh, were the team yeah. that won the inaugural t20, t20. world cup and mm-hmm. here they are 2009 um charlotte edwards that was 2009 was a really great year for england with yeah. odi world cup and t20 world cup here they are again uh, in the inaugural under 19 t20 huh. world cup final history if you look at the history uh, it it is going uh, towards england mm-hmm. and at the same time if you uh, there's a video available of grace kilvins speech to her uh, speech to her team Uh, during the semi final um that team has been through uh, so a lot much. together mm-hmm. so um uh, just like in they didn't lose any of the matches in super 6 but they had to fight for a lot of their stuff i still mm-hmm. remember i watched them play against uh, pakistan at one stage uh, in in the halfway through they were like uh, 62 for 3 in the 10th over mm-hmm. and uh, pakistan is a really good bowling side and they showed a lot of resilience throughout the tournament and mm-hmm. england managed to score 94 runs in the last 10 overs yeah so it it was like on some of their worst days also they were the better team um, mm-hmm. in the match and that is what india was against um, mm-hmm. this is the team that no one would have imagined at the halfway mark in the second semi final that uh, it's going to be a final between india and england but they mm-hmm. pulled it off somehow and this is what they were against and um, no one could honestly tell 24 hours before the match when there was a captain's press conferences and all the sh- photo showed that who is the clear favorite mm-hmm. everyone had like oh but this is the, the thing that has gone right for england this is the thing that has gone right for india mm-hmm. and that was uh, i think we love these kind of finals when you know that there is a tussle mm-hmm. no one likes the finals where you know at the end of the day who is going to take uh, trophy home you need that kind of and i think the success of the tournament was that the two best sides of the tournament were in the final mm-hmm. um and i mean uh, 
given at if you look at the numbers they are the two best sides if you look mm. at the temperaments they are the two uh, best sides if you look at how the coaching staff has played the role they are the two best sides and to make it to the uh, world cup final mm. and i think the um, the toss played important role from the indian point of view and they were all absolutely uh, delighted when shafali won the toss and opted to uh, ball first mm-hmm. i think um there was a kind of sense that uh, we can put pressure on england if we ball uh, to our stunts and that's what happened again fielding if you look at the fielding that was one amazing performance from india mm-hmm. uh, you saw trishad's catch she struggled a bit against new zealand but she made like she made it up in the final and how like yeah. grace crivens that's the person who could have changed the match uh, for england uh, archana with her one and a blinder uh, another amazing archana another amazing story in itself how her cricket mm-hmm. started and all i think um fielding was they they kept their best fielding for the final and it showed mm-hmm. uh, and then there was that confidence that we can do it we mm-hmm. can absolutely I, we know that this is the team that has um, won some difficult matches mm-hmm. and they are here but we can do this and even when they lost shafali early in the chase uh, shweta early in the chase the, the target was never out of their reach mm-hmm. and you saw uh, trisha even even in that match after her catching um, the clarity in her shots um, that that is a fantastic to watch and um, one of the things i um, i keep saying for the final is that they they prepared for all of the spinners and tatas sadhu came out of syllabus for them <laughs> but but she bowled absolutely fantastic i have an anecdote for you for the second wicket she took that was a, a beautiful in singer and um, just before the the ball she bowled uh, i was looking at some other end where there were indian fans and uh, before the match they just uh, sent me a, a message they were talking to me and just like um what are the best seats to uh, watch and mm-hmm. i said you cannot sit in these parts these parts and these parts mm-hmm. uh, you can just sit in there and i could see they were exactly in front of me i'm like okay fine and when i was like oh. starting to work on something i i don't know why i just looked at the stumps and i was like it will be really nice if she can manage <laughs> an instinct some instinct to uh, get a wicket i mean she's good at it she can do it the next ball bam that there is and what i love oh. the most about uh, tetas is that uh, her attitude is um, i'm here to do my job uh, another anecdote about tetas i think is that uh-huh. uh, i met her for the first time in goa the challenger trophy oh. and i was uh, talking to her and her idols are pat comins and bradley and you can see and yeah. bengal has given some really uh, amazing <laughs> cricketers to india yeah. and pace bowling she just uh, it just shows and i think the one sentence that she said that stuck with me from the uh, from that goa uh, challenger trophy is that mm-hmm. uh, a good ball is a good ball to any batter in the world <laughs> and my job is to ball that good ball i mean wow. to have that kind of clarity uh, to have that kind of understanding and mm-hmm. um, and also she said that her coach has played important a very important role and she said that um 
one of the thing about her coaches uh, and we have a, her interview and in women's curriculum please do check it out mm-hmm. um is that her coach doesn't ask her for explanation for her bad days it's oh. like you don't explain it to me on your her good days why do you have to explain it to me on your bad days just perform wow. and the mentality that the the role uh, the coaches play the, the the clarity of mind that she has i think and she didn't play in that first match mind you against south mm-hmm. africa she's the hero of the final with the two wickets and they it it just shows the arc for her also that um that that she is uh, ready to take on the challenge and there's no celebration from her at all mm-hmm. uh, after any of any of her two wickets but uh, she's such a uh, lovely person to um, talk to also in general and mm-hmm. um, uh loves her food uh, that's uh, that's one thing and uh, yeah she suggested me a lot of ice cream options uh, that <laughs> I, i remember when i had first conversations about uh, our favorite ice cream flavors and baskin and robins is offering some amazing options for us and mm-hmm. um, always a lovely lovely thing to chat to us about and um yeah she she's one one to watch out for absolutely um when they uh somatiwari hit the winning runs mm-hmm. um that's another shot number 18 for you yeah. and uh, uh, that's what i tweeted is that india wanted the shot number 18 to score winning runs in the world cup final um well you have one celebrate her like you would have for the others and mm-hmm. um, i think um virat kohli kind of uh, tweeted an uh, instagram uh, mm-hmm. story about it and um this is the person who just won the world cup and she couldn't stop talking about virat kohli's post uh, she's so mm-hmm. happy she's like unhone kar diya unhone to i'm bahut happy like so mai aapne world cup bhi jeeta hai ha ha wo bhi wo bhi hai i'm so happy for that and they just just um, look up to their idols and it was really nice to uh, know that that um and you also uh, shafali verma's tears and mm-hmm. um i think the day before her uh, birthday uh, i got the opportunity to talk to her um oh. we have an interview of that also um it, she was very clear in head that uh, this is my responsibility to uh, win the cup for my country i've given this responsibility and i think um throughout the tournament with her personal performances and with the team she mm-hmm. she absolutely nailed it and to have neeraj chopra in, in the crowd to watch them <laughs> achieve yeah. that fantastic because i remember uh, there was a captain's press conferences and um, i was sitting in the uh, room where there was supposed to be a press conference mm-hmm. and he walked to it i couldn't believe my eyes that that's actually him <laughs> and the moment he stepped on the ground um, the dj ground dj was playing chak de india mm-hmm. and you cannot just write like the these stories are just amazing to you know um, that and to for him to be there the song to be there for team to be there it was just uh just amazing it's like uh, and he was absolutely he talked to them before the uh, world cup final mm-hmm. and he uh, he shared uh, his thoughts with them and i think that helped a lot to calm their nerves and it was really amazing to have him there and uh, they enjoyed a lot with him mm-hmm. uh, that was amazing to watch i mean i'm not sure if the broadcasters showed the 
final celebration with uh, Neeraj, but there were some amazing celebrations there. <laughs> wow, I mean, there's no one quite like you, you know, who can tell the story so brilliantly. And oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but India's win, you know, it was something that will always stay with us. And the manner in which, you know, they notched up the win was so dominant and uh, certainly quite inspiring for a lot of other under-19 teams that's, you know, going to compete for India in the future as well. But uh, even yeah. if you had to, you know, focus on uh, India's campaign at large, who are some of the players, you know, who really impressed you? What are some of your major takeaways? Any players to watch out for in the upcoming uh, Women's Premier League auction? Um, I think, uh, can I say Shafali and Richa? I mean, they're a part of the under-19 group. Can, no, I'm yeah. kidding. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, from, as I said, uh, Shweta is one to absolutely watch out for. Mm-hmm. Uh, she can do a lot of things with the bat. Like, uh, by that I mean, uh, if you want her to anchor, she'll anchor. If you want her to go uh, gung-ho from the get-go, she'll do that. She's absolutely one to watch out for. Pashvi uh, mm-hmm. Chopra um uh, is another player to uh, absolutely watch out for uh, with the wickets and she gets really nice shape uh, to the ball whenever uh, she's bowling and um uh, another player i think should be uh, uh sadhu um, mm-hmm. i just like i think it's absolutely going to depend on what teams are going to require uh, for their uh, uh, team structure uh, but that I mean, uh, because of the number of foreign uh, international players and the associate players, uh, we're not sure how much of these uh, players will get the opportunity to play. But mm-hmm. I think all, um, like I've watched them closely and I know this is a really lame answer, <laughs> but uh, it's really hard to uh, separate the unit and focus on one player because... Mm-hmm. The result you see is the result of a uh, team coming together hmm. uh, to put a performance. But I still think Pashvi, uh, Tethas and Shweta um, are the ones to watch out for. Definitely. Absolutely. And, you know, you spoke about how the team gelled well together to, you know, ensure that yeah. uh, India could lay their hands on that elusive trophy. But I think one person who absolutely deserves credit for this win is Nushan Al-Khadi, right? The head coach. Now, yeah, uh, she's been such a figure in the domestic setup. She can just not go unnoticed, right? And uh, this yeah. Under-19 World Cup also presented the chance where we got to see her at this international stage, leading this young, extremely talented bunch of girls. And it was kind of like a redemption arc for her as well, right? Like back in 2005, when yes. she was playing in the senior team, they lost uh, the World Cup final in 2005. And, you know, coming back as head coach and winning on South African soil must have meant something, right? So how did you look at that whole uh, story? Uh, I, again, have another anecdote to share with <laughs> yeah. you. I uh, got a big old uh, hug and a smile from her uh, when they left wow. the trophy and I was chatting to everyone and uh, you could see it on her face how much it meant for her mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was a big deal. I mean, uh, she is the cap, uh, she's been the coach that uh, has coached superstars. I think. And uh, even with the railways and uh, in the uh, Women's T20 challenge that uh, happened, she's she's done that. Mm -hmm. And I've talked to, I think, seven to eight Indian players uh, before they uh, 
were supposed to travel to South Africa. At that time, they have only played with her in the development side, mm-hmm. uh, New Zealand development side series, and all of there was the one common thread in that was how she talked to them when they they needed her the most, mm-hmm. and she knew the right things to say to them, all of them. Mm-hmm. and the confidence she gave them and the understanding her understanding of game um when you know you can look at the team uh, from the outside and not actually uh, if they are not losing you cannot actually uh, say what goes behind the scenes yeah but with this team uh, even when they were um, they had to struggle for their victories mm-hmm they were making the right decisions on the field and i think that the more credit has to go to uh, all of the uh, supports of the this nushin ma'am it's apurde sai sir it's the feeding coach munish sir does all of the support staff mm-hmm. and i think they uh, they are the real superstars who kept them in the uh, like style for, they they kept them in the like you have to do better kind of things for them and i think uh, one thing i uh, i think i've noticed about nushin ma'am is mm-hmm. the urgency she has uh, and by that i mean is like get get this things done and we can do this let's let's get this thing done and mm-hmm. i think that shows in her team also is that uh, they are aware of their roles Yeah. Uh, as it also said in the post match presentation in the final is that even though she was the uh, only pacer to uh, play and she, her her wickets are what you can see on the board mm-hmm. is the team efforts and everyone is clear of their roles mm-hmm. that clarity that comes from a captain and coach and that's mm-hmm. where she absolutely shines and i think you talked about the redemption um, yeah I think I've seen the photo from two thousand five when uh it's I'm not completely sure if it is who the other people are in that photo. It's Nushin Al Khadir, it's um Julia Price, and if I'm not wrong, it's Lisa Salaker. Mm-hmm. Um, Nushin Al Khadir uh, as a coach in South Africa. Uh, Julia Price <laughs> in commentary box. Yeah. Uh, it, it was uh you know for them all these years later. lift that trophy and you can see that what it means to and the mm-hmm. uh, this is the inaugural one this is by, from where the history starts for them mm-hmm. and to be there and to uh, achieve what she has achieved uh, in the domestic level and this is i i personally think this is just a um, um a kind of a, like beginning extension of this is just the extension of what she has achieved at domestic mm-hmm. le- uh, level and this is just she's getting um uh, the recognition at the international level and she absolutely deserves it that's you know so well put and as you talk you know i i'm just feeling so emotional you know because when nushal al khair yeah. lifted that trophy you know it just felt like a uh, long awaited uh, victory you know so well deserved and in the uh, domestic side we've seen you know how with railways uh, she's just done wonders right <laughs> i mean railways anyways a dominant team and the way she's groomed nurtured those players it's uh, yeah. you know nothing short of unbelievable right and you know helping india also i mean paving the way for this uh, guiding the team to this victory is something that will probably always stay with us right 
and uh, and she's again uh, she's back with the railway side yes. they'll play the uh, the final against karnataka and she's back with them again so coaching never stops i guess <laughs> <laughs> exactly and uh, you know this under 19 win is obviously so inspiring i mean we've seen how uh, the bcci has uh, ensured that the girls got so much match practice there were so many tournaments organized at different levels we had teams visiting india you know to ensure uh, that we were in good shape ahead of the world cup so you can see the kind of investment and the interest basically the intent right from bcci to ensure that we would absolutely put, put up a good performance in the under 19 world cup so do you think you know uh, like the under 19 team was like streets ahead of other uh, teams and uh, our indian senior team you know can take a leap from the under 19 team and probably taste victory at the upcoming senior uh, t20 world cup i mean uh, you are absolutely right about the part that uh, there was a pathway system for the under 19 world hmm. cup i just hope that doesn't stop now uh, because we have another under 19 world cup coming up soon yeah. and uh, i i hope that process continues because the under 19 uh, even under 15 talent this country has uh, it's massive immense it's fantastic i mean if you could see the uh, challenger trophy there are another 15 players who could have easily Easy. been in this world cup mm-hmm. squad absolutely i mean i mean i'll just talk about uh, pooja raj and nandini kashyap from uttarakhand mm-hmm. um mithila uh, vinod um they they're just uh, just just roshni kiran uh, they and they're good players some of them will not mm-hmm. be able to play another under 19 world cup but uh, just an another opportunity to showcase it to the world about the domestic talent we have mm-hmm. and it's just fantastic and all these james ahead of the women's premier league because yeah. ultimately that's what it is about to give them more opportunities make them ready for the tournaments like the senior t20 world cup hmm. um i think as uh, harmanpreet kaur uh, put it out in the captain's day that this victory has been inspirational for hmm. uh, all of the indians and uh, uh, it includes the indian senior women's team and uh, uh, i think the the battlefield is different for the senior team absolutely um, india here was uh, one of the favorites if not the favorites to win the tournament mm-hmm. there are two to three more candidates uh, there in the senior world cup each team has a different set of uh, headaches going into the world cup <laughs> uh, playing wise and non playing wise but i think um, i'm hoping india to make at least final uh, whatever happens on the finals yeah. day um, is another uh, story uh, but i hope um that i mean the the story of the t20 world cup goes is that um it has always been the case especially in the final it's about whoever keeps their nerves intact mm-hmm. uh, lifts the trophy and no matter it is if it is being played in front of 86000 people or it's <laughs> a, the first edition again at the lord so uh, nerves is the most important thing uh, we do have a wpl auction when the tournament yeah, yeah. is going to happen all the captains have 
spoken about it that um it could be a distraction from it could be a distraction to we are allowing people to delete the way they want to so mm-hmm. there is that at the back of their hand uh, heads also uh, so um i think if this win inspires india or both the trophies uh, come back home wow. uh, to india there'll be that will be like uh, unprecedented and at the same time it will be it will push forward women's cricket in india mm-hmm. a lot and i think um best wishes to all the teams actually in, in the world cup and may the best team win absolutely but uh, you know see if india could actually uh, <laughs> achieve the double you know winning even the senior uh, t20 trophy it would be like just amazing right uh, yeah like, for the first time in history you know seeing this happening and it would just take women's cricket to a very different level i suppose absolutely and i mean to be uh, if you look at it from many other perspectives mm-hmm. um it could be a fan perspective it could be a, a someone like me who's covering this pers- uh, this tournament's perspective mm-hmm. it could be a, a media outlets sponsors uh, bcci uh, this under 19 world cup victory has showed one thing is that we are uh, at the right place at the right moment mm-hmm. and there is no coming back from this uh, whatever it is it just pushing forward no no one can stop uh, from this thing to move ahead and mm. uh, have a fantastic future and i think india's victory in under 19 world cup has ensured that along with so many other things is that uh, there is no coming back now and to have the women's premier league in such a um, close time after india's win that makes it even more important and i think it just um, we uh, i mean kudos to everyone who has followed it before it was fancy because we are now at the right place at the right, right time uh, for women's cricket in especially in india absolutely and you know through this episode we've spoken so much about you know india's win because it's a first for us an extremely special win so personal for so many of us you know we have, who have seen uh, the indian women who have seen women's cricket you know especially indian cricket from close quarters we've seen all the ups and downs and this uh, perhaps wins like this right that really makes uh, all the worth all the weight <laughs> uh, worthwhile right yes yep Yeah so you know let's also talk about other teams right so who are some of the players from other teams who really impressed you and uh, going ahead can perhaps you know stake a claim in their uh, national teams and probably could even go for the big bucks in the women's premier league if they're eligible uh i one person that impressed me uh, completely and uh, she got the player of the tournament and as a part of the uh, committee that decided the player of the tournament as mm-hmm. grace grimms absolutely um you just looking at her the the batter the 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 bowler the captain and all of it is like uh where is all that temperament coming from <laughs> i mean when i was her age i had no idea what i was supposed to do but the mm-hmm. opportunity she has received uh, with the 100th rhf trophy in the ce cup um it's it's fantastic and mm-hmm. you know when uh, i in the press conference so uh, pre match 
pre final press conference post final post uh, press conference mm-hmm. the clarity of thought that there is because some players will do wonders for their country but that clarity of thoughts uh, which is needed to lead the team mm-hmm. uh, it's somehow lacking in some of the players but she is a mix of all of us and i spoke i spoke with her parents and uh, the support that she has uh her mother just said uh, she ended the interview with one thing is uh, that will stay with me is uh, she has a good head on her shoulders mm-hmm. uh, she like to use it and we like to support her <laughs> i think that's that's probably the best um something of of grace grivens mm-hmm. um the another group of players that impressed me was the australian pace attack in uh, clark ellingworth mm-hmm. makina and ginger um you know to go with four pacers in some of the matches and uh, sienna ginger also mm-hmm. at the same time opened the batting for australia yes yes um so it's like if you look at mandy clark especially she didn't play against bangladesh um i think south australia has decided that they're going to give australia their uh, bowling attack for ages mm-hmm. and they are like a fast <laughs> bowling manufacturing industry in south australia and uh, maggie clark is another product of it um milly ellingworth absolutely um i spoke with her parents also and he uh, her father spoke about how he based her action on jeff thompson and you can oh. see that she's a little um uh, not that tall but packs a punch and she uh, she received a player of the match against india and uh, quick really very quick and um i think um ilingworth and clark um, are the next big things i mean they have so many big things to come up from the <laughs> wbbl and all that but yeah. uh, they have like a factory there but these are the two players i will absolutely um cannot wait to make it big um along with the australian players i think um teertha satish has been one mm-hmm. player uh she's she's played for the senior side and um with the associate uh, players getting their due in the uh, in the franchise game i think she is the one to watch out for a uh, very talented keeper also has a leadership skills and um i think she's the one um, temperament wise also one of the uh, classy mm-hmm. players and um, i think uh, from the the teams that didn't make it to the next rounds i think catherine fraser impressed me a lot mm-hmm. um, as i said they only played four matches already has nine wickets um the way she was struggling in their last match against usa the the final match of the tournament for them notched up a half century and uh, led her team to the final victory of mm-hmm. the uh, the tournament for them only they only got to they only won the one match but the way they uh, fought throughout the tournament has to some of the credit has to go to the captain mm-hmm. and uh, i, I i took i spoke to four uh, i think i spoke to three uh, scotland players and she was one of the uh, during the tournament as a, uh, an interview and um, the one thing she said was that uh, we are the first scottish team to represent uh, oh, yeah. the team in the world cup and we understand it it's our responsibility 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was clear to all of them, uh, all of the players, uh, Olivia mm-hmm. Bell, Darcy Carter, uh, Elsa Lister, all of them. It was the clarity that what it means to them. They had to go through the uh, qualifying process to be there. Yeah. And um, there was a lot of struggle for them weather-wise because you've never seen that kind of weather uh, back in Scotland. Mm-hmm. I think she impressed me on the leadership level also, also the temperament level. Uh, she's the one to watch out for. She's played in the 100 uh, with the Northern Superchargers. She mm-hmm. was uh, connected with them. Uh, she's absolutely one of the best. And um, I think entire, the two teams, uh, I said that were the joy of the tournaments were Rwanda and Indonesia. Indonesia yeah. um, it's, it's, okay. I mean, they just remind you why we love this game. It mm-hmm. goes beyond the who wins and who loses and who's the best of the best and who is not doing so good. It's just that, uh, just a bat, just a ball, just a pitch. And mm-hmm. that's your playground where you enjoy. The way they have celebrated all of the catches, all of the wickets, the foes, and they remind, they'll remind anyone of uh, how Thailand just brought a joy to 2020 World Cup uh, mm-hmm. in Australia. And um, I think... They are the best. The those, those teams and I cannot tell you the joy is there when I'm celebrating with the Rwanda team, mm-hmm. uh, Rwanda's fans. Uh, it is if you can see the video, it's just like I am the lowest energy person in that video, uh, <laughs> and they are just taking it to the another level. And when they they beat West Indies in the Super Six, mm-hmm. um, all the players came to us the body and they danced with the fans and. What a fantastic side it was. And I um, spoke with the Cricket Rwanda officials uh, mm-hmm. when the match was going on. The efforts they have put forward for their team, uh, the under-19 team, for the other teams. It's 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 fantastic. Uh, and the Kwebuka tournament has been um, one of the best game tournaments changer, in yeah. Africa. Mm-hmm. It's been a game changer for them. And... Uh, I just hope uh, more people uh, appreciate these teams as well. Um, I know it, it, for for Indian uh, from Indian perspective, it's about oh India won. This is the best tournament ever for us. But mm-hmm. there were other fifteen teams who equally uh, put all of their efforts in this tournament, and mm-hmm. um, if we could appreciate them, that will be that is something we need to do. And um, I'm looking forward to the next two editions um, of the yeah. under 19 world cup because it's mostly uh, you know it's mostly about the joy you get out of just uh, watching them go about their business and um yeah i i hope um, uh, i mean india one that's best thing but to watch all of them in action is also equally amazing Absolutely. And you know, even 2023, right, itself, it presents itself as a massive year for women's cricket. Uh, We just got done with the Under-19 World Cup. We have the T20 World Cup that's coming up. Besides that, we have the Women's Premier League, we have the 100, the Ashes, and a lot of other bilateral tournaments that's probably just, you know, going to uh, just capture our imagination like not others. So how excited are you? And uh, fingers crossed to see you cover these events live. Oh, I um, I have all of my fingers crossed for that. Uh, <laughs> that I get the opportunity to do that. Um, 
it's not just about the cricket we have a football world cup the rugby world cup mm-hmm. the netball world cup is going to happen in um uh, south africa soon um i i have a t-shirt that i got from uh, g sports for girl uh, girls and uh, it just says 2023 is the year of women's sports yes. and yes. i it is it is the year of women's sports and um when you look back at the uh, a lot of world cups that happened before uh, mm-hmm. they were there except for football i guess um, the amount of excitement is there mm-hmm. for all of this including the wpl the 100 the wbbl that matters a lot uh, you are going to have five days ashes test match uh, which is fantastic mm-hmm. uh, we're just looking at the numbers of uh, the tickets that are booked already um, mm-hmm. for those um, ashes matches fantastic you saw what happened when australia visited india all the f- complete packed grounds uh, dy patel stadium was not enough to fit the fans honestly i was there at the second match mm-hmm. uh, the super over thriller um it, it you know i was there i was there at the ground and uh, the crowd was i mean i was there for the football under 17 world cup final oh. and uh, with my mother actually and she was like oh i have never seen this much crowd for <laughs> women's sport I called her from the second um, T20 and she's like, this is absurd. Mm. Uh, why am I missing this? So, which is <laughs> just, just um, you know, um, how I look at it is that we are waking up to the reality that uh, women's sport is a fantastic business. Mm. It's a fantastic opportunity. Um, and it's, as I said, we are in very various sports it's the right time and the right place to be uh, right now and um, I understand there's um, the border Gavaskar trophy is going to clash with the senior T20 world cup Mm -hmm. but even after um, especially for the subcontinent uh, fans it the ODI world cup clashed with the series between Pakistan and Australia. Hmm. There was another series that were going on at the same time. So many cricket was going on. Still, if you look at the numbers and it being in New Zealand, absolutely a difficult time zone for Indian uh, fans to follow. Hmm. Still, it notched up the numbers that it did. And there is the confidence lies that there is that audience to watch all of this. What yeah. excites me the most that uh, we, the people who are covering it, uh, we're always going to cover it no matter yeah. what. But to know the involvement of fans, the sponsors, the uh, the excitement about this um, is something um, I, I think it's changing. Um, I'll, I'll tell you a story. I came back yes. and I uh, we went out for a family dinner and um, I was talking about how um, at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, everything uh, just shuts down in South Africa and you have to manage your food before that time. And um, uh, my Uber driver was like, 
thought that this is happening in India and he's like oh really this is like oh, no 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 I was in South Africa and uh, then I was talking about uh, how Jitrisha actually wasn't sure uh, who's uh, who was the batter she took catch of in the final mm-hmm. and I, I was explaining to my brother that oh I had to tell her that it was the captain uh, captain's catch and how important uh, like and then she was oh now now I know because she was <laughs> so much in this like oh me when the world cup phase um so and then he was like oh are you talking my uber driver said are you talking about the under 19 world cup hmm. i was like yes i was there to cover it and he himself uh started talking about archana devi mm-hmm. um i told him a little bit about archana's background and her story and how she started a cricket and um uh, then when we uh we went we stopped at the location he uh asked about what I do for living and mm-hmm. uh, how uh, I went to South Africa to cover and um, he said uh, we're very proud of our girls that they won mm-hmm. the World Cup and um, it's so nice to meet someone who was there uh, when this moment happened. Um, I think what I'm trying to say through this is that everyone cares. Yeah. Uh, even even uh, and this victory means a lot to so many people mm-hmm. and uh, to know that people are paying attention. He himself brought the topic of WPL. Mm-hmm. He himself brought the topic of Senior World Cup. And uh, that means that people are aware. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've talked to so many people, especially uh, my family who was uh, uh, not sure what I do, but now they know. <laughs> and uh, uh, they, they themselves are interested to uh, follow women's game. I think... Uh, that at the end of the day as someone who is covering all of this uh, as a storyteller I would call myself yes. this is what you want you want the player stories to reach out to uh, the kind of audience that interested to know them mm-hmm. um, we were told a long time that there is no audience uh, but these players these um, organizations uh, the sponsors helped us make it all uh, count make it all matter and I think the real challenge begins for us now is to not uh, lag behind with our stories uh, to keep up the pace of how all of it is happening in the cricket world and um, I think um, it's uh, the people who have uh, followed it way before as I said it was fancy Um, Mm -hmm. it's 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 our time to shine now and um, to support all of the cricket and other sports uh, that are going to happen in the world. And um, I hope I, I'm extremely excited for what's ahead. And I hope you have a cracker of a T20 World Cup, cracker of a WPL and a cracker of the Ashes because uh, <laughs> We all love test matches and I hope more test matches, please. Just just more test matches. Exactly. I couldn't agree with you more. And <clears throat> you just answer this question so beautifully. Again, you know, I just got all goosebumps. But the way you were explaining, like, you know, I think, again, you know, the way you narrate stories is just uh, remarkable. And, uh, you know, as we uh, near the end of this episode, uh, do you have any final thoughts or a message for our uh, listeners? Um. I just uh, uh, have one message is that uh, I'm a, uh, I have fo- I followed your podcast for a long time. I've just made some of the uh, recent episodes, uh, but uh, 
I just have one message uh, for your listeners is uh, whether it's Neha or whether it's anyone who is supporting uh, women's cricket, I think um, let's just support all of them because yeah. it's through this support is the community builds. And um, I think uh, we are at this stage in women's game that uh, we're going we to need this community efforts uh, mm-hmm. more than ever before. So I think just support uh, whoever you think is doing a great work for women's cricket. It could be an individual, an organization or anyone. Just support them. Um, even a tweet helps, uh, I think. Yes. And um, um, that, just, that, that just keeps everyone uh, more excited for their work and to know that your work is getting recognized. Just like the players for us, uh, storytellers, same thing goes for us. So uh, keep supporting everyone who is doing uh, this. Supporting, keep supporting. That's that's the message I have. <laughs> that's, you know, such a fitting conclusion to what has been uh, a remarkable discussion. You know, thank you so much, Kalyani. You're so cool. You know, how I love your t-shirt that has uh, Mooney, uh, Gardner and Keely, I think. <laughs> And the way you narrate yeah. stories are an absolute uh, storyteller. And for me, right, I have interviewed so many people. This is my special 175th episode. And there are episodes where you just... <laughs> and, you know, you just... There are some episodes you just don't want them to end, right? I think this is one episode that I wish, you know, I could talk oh, to you for hours you. and end. Just listen to you uh, share such lovely stories in such a such an amazing way. You know, it's very humbling uh, to listen to you. And I hope, you know, you keep uh, contributing to the world of uh, women's cricket the way you do. We need uh, more people like you. You inspire me to, you know, get into this industry and do oh, a lot uh, so for much. women's cricket too. Yeah, it's been a fantastic uh, chat. And if you are uh, ever uh, recording uh, the thriller episode that was <laughs> Australia versus... I'll, I'll, just, I'll just tell you one tiny little anecdote about that. Yes, I, please. I was watching it with the uh, scorers and um, some of the ICC um, uh, organization uh, committee, local uh, South African organization committee. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were not sure even after the final what just happened. I was <laughs> looking at the scorers. Scorers were looking at me doing their work. Mm-hmm. They were all like, just, just, they're telling, we were all telling each other to just breathe. That <laughs> actually, yes, the, the England has won the match and um, oh, uh, that, it was just fantastic. And uh, as I said, I got a big hug from Ella Wilson's uh, mother, mm-hmm. the Australian all-rounder to basically say, it's okay. It just, it's just a <laughs> game of cricket. I think it just puts a lot of things into perspective for Absolutely. even for us who are just watching it from the sidelines. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, it just, um, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, and thank you so much to so many of the people who paid a close attention to the under-19 uh, World Cup, even before the World Cup started, those who cover all the stories, uh, those who came up with the uh, statistical analysis, mm-hmm. uh, those who uh, paid their own uh, from their own pockets to go and watch all of these uh, players in action. Um, I mean, it's just, uh, just really fantastic uh, to uh, know that the people care. And uh, uh, South Africa, for me personally, it was my first uh, tour and um, it was just amazing. The people I uh, met, um, they were really supportive. 
ICC Digital Media, um, shout out mm-hmm. to them, Leah Mansanali, um, ICC Commentary Panel, all of them, shout out to all of them. Sipo mm-hmm. Kazi uh, and Alun Gile, the, uh, the local uh, um, South African uh, organization, big shout out to them also. Mm-hmm. Uh, to all my scorers, friends <laughs> I met there and... Um, um, Oh, because I was the only media in South Africa, I oh. they I they just made me feel like a part of the family. And mm-hmm. um, big 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 shout out to uh, Team Women's Creek Zone because um, you can uh, claim to do all of the job by yourself, but uh, it's the people who make you look better, um, do all the uh, mundane stuff honestly mm-hmm. and make things look good. So shout out to my uh, team at Women's Quick Zone and uh, uh, you know this uh, is a once in a lifetime opportunity for players for so many people involved in it. It was for me as well and I'm just glad uh, that uh, I could uh, do the work uh, I did. So uh, yeah, and thank you so much again for having me. Um, it's uh, you're doing a great job yourself, and um, thank you again. Uh, uh, keep doing the great job. That's from me. <laughs> Thanks, Gurliani. Cheers, and until next time, stay safe and take care. Thank you. With this, we draw curtains on our discussion. Thank you so much listeners for tuning into this episode and for your unstinted support throughout. Please follow and press the bell icon on Spotify and subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts for the latest episode updates and stay tuned. Do check out at the rate never on the back foot on Instagram and at the rate never on the back one on Twitter for the latest facts, terminology, retweets, fresh tweets and a lot more that's coming up this cricket season just for you. The podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast and a lot of other platforms. So please do spread the word. Until next time, stay safe and take care listeners. Bye for now.